What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. EaseWellness.com for the CBD. Ease.com. And as always, the promo code TAM. Yep, guy. And it's, it's a hell of a deal. You get $20 off your first purchase, over $50, free delivery. Marcus Thompson uh, wrote a piece uh, at The Athletic about uh, Jimmy G and patience, and I did a shallow dive on the article um, and uh, read through it. Didn't do a deep dive. Did a shallow dive. Skimmed it. Um, always. That's what millennials do. We do Marcus shallow always, dives. Guy. Marcus always gets a click at minimum and uh, often a read because he's good. But uh, one of the things he wrote, and you were saying this to me before the podcast, is like, look, for all the stuff we expect, one of Marcus's points was this guy is still coming off an ACL. And... Some of what he needs is the patience that might not be there for him. I read into a practice the other day. He's like, God, these are kind of boring. I'm like, yeah, they are. <laughs> they're, they're a lot more fun unlike, in yeah, theory yeah, and unlike than when you're actually there. Outside. Yeah, they're just, just – just take it as like you got outside and did something more than – God, the training camp, we had a full live scrimmage. and No, it's not – that shit doesn't happen Well, anymore. this is the other thing is like at, where you get spoiled around basketball, Marcus, is – I'm sure he knows this, right? Is like there's only – a handful of players, and every single one that talks is like an all-star, right? You go to Warriors practice, yeah. like, who's talking today? Oh, not Draymond, but Steph and Clay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, who are we bringing out today, Bob? Uh, Mike Pearson, starting right guard. It's like, uh, is Iguodala around? <laughs> Kel, I'd like to talk to Iguodala. I don't want to talk to Mike Pearson. That's, that's why Middlecoff gets in his car and he leaves, and he goes to swing by Togo's on the way home. But I think with Jimmy G. No Hall of Famers, DeMarcus Cousins, though. Oh, okay. (laughs) There was a video yesterday of Jimmy G in the red zone. And it's just, he threw a touchdown pass to Pettis. But if you watch it, the Niners tweeted it out. He goes through his progressions. He gets to his fourth progression in less than a second. I mean, boom, boom, bang. And the field in the red zone is way a lot wider than it is long. You do not have much time. And I think it shows you just... Because everyone's like, Middlecoff, you're blowing Jimmy. No, I'm just pointing out how impressive, like just how hard this is, whether it was Jimmy or whether it was Phillip Rivers, a red zone rep is. It's moving at rapid pace. Quarterback has to go like right to left 
at warp speed. And you see that, and I think the casual fan, oh, Jimmy's our quarterback, he's back. He did tear his ACL less than a year ago. You know the third preseason game is in Kansas City? Hmm. I, we, I think, yeah, you did, because we've talked about it before, but that's kind of wild. I mean, the scene of the crime. And, and I think we just, we often forget, and we do it with any quarterback that comes back. We did it with Derek a couple years ago, just because once you start taking reps, he's just, like, he's back. Now, he is back, and he's a full go, but he is coming back from a torn ACL. And the other guy, we keep talking about, where's Jarek McKinnon? Where's Jarek McKinnon? I got news for you. More than likely, Jarek McKinnon, you're never going to see much from him. No, I'm not. Because you know what happens a lot when a guy's get injured? I know Clay said yesterday, because <laughs> he was pissed off, everyone's been talking shit about the Warriors. He's like, I'm going to come back 120%. I'm going to be better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just got, he's getting worked up. And more than likely, he's right. And... He's a bigger, thicker guy, and he'll probably be fine. Jarek McKinnon's slight a build, and his knee might never be the same. And he might have had a perfect ACL surgery. You know what happens sometimes with humans? We don't recover from certain injuries at the highest level of athletics. Like, if he was just Guy Haberman or John Middlecoff, his life would be fine. Yeah, Jarek McKinnon would be walking around. could still play pickup hoops the, once a week, play some golf. He, he could do whatever. It wouldn't even phase him. He's trying to run outside zone and get there faster and D-forward and the next day, his knee swells up. He's like, what the fuck? I've never had my knee swell up in my life. Welcome to just injuries. Some guys do. And I think, I'd say the most positive thing, right, is there hasn't been anything with Jimmy. No knee swelling, no anything. That's good. It just might have been a freak deal. He's going to be 100% fine. Think of the quarterbacks. Hell, the best quarterback ever, right, towards ACL. And he's had the best half of his career post-ACL, right? From 09 till somehow he's still going, Tom Brady. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, have there been other quarterbacks off the top of your head? Tannehill was never that good. Uh, well, you're talking about an ace specifically ACL I'm just trying to think like the last 10 years of quarterbacks have torn ACLs. It's, it's not that many. Romo always had other injuries. Bridgewater had a much worse injury. I don't, I don't. I can't think of well, many starter Wentz, quarterbacks. I mean, Wentz. Wentz is one, and he came back. He just wasn't as good, but he didn't have physical. His physical issues were other parts of his body. Yeah, you're right, Wentz. I was Car- like, God, I know there's another Carson, quarterback. Carson, Palmer, Palmer. He came back, had a good career. Sam Bradford, never the same. He, I think there's a good example of someone that just whose knee. Remember two years ago. The Monday night game when Carson Palmer, first game of the season. He's playing for Minnesota. And you're like, damn. Sam or Bradford. Not, excuse me, Sam Bradford playing for Minnesota. Like, maybe he's actually decent. Because I remember he, he was just super accurate. He was I think like, they won the like game. Was it like 19 to 20 or something crazy like that? He had a, I just remember he had a stretch of like back-to-back drives. I'm like, this is the number one pick. I see it now. I, I get it. I get it. And then I think two days later, when they were supposed to practice on Wednesday... His knee had flared up, and it was just simply his knee was like Jarek McKinnon's knee, like probably the majority of humans' knees. It just couldn't take it. Now, hadn't he had a couple things? Hadn't he had both knees? Yeah, it felt like he had, but we are by no means. RG3? He's another guy that was never the same, but he had a really bad one. Remember, tried to come back early. Let's just see if we can make it through a season where you never get one, you know, his knee flared up. Right. Because I I would say, even if he played 16 games, is it just 100% smooth sailing with the knee? 
That that would be impressive. That would be a major win, right? There was never a knee flare-up. He had to miss a couple practices in like week six. Just because the wear and tear of a quarterback coming back from the knee, he's already putting in a lot of work just to practice. He practices in the spring, now limited. But he's been full go here. Who did I see? I, the D, is D Ford sitting out 49ers practice on Friday with with a little uh, knee soreness? Did I see that? Yeah, I think he, he had a little Tendini- uh, knee tendinitis. Mm, mm, I see. That's yeah, exactly. That's I'm with you. Like that's people go. That's eh, not a big deal. I I'm to me, it's not nothing. I know this. Kansas City just got him to games. He was not. He's not a super practice guy. Not because he doesn't want to practice. Because physically, he's broken down in the past. So they just managed him perfectly so that all they cared about was Sunday with him. I think the Niners, when you get a new toy, and same with D, he's going to want to practice. He's going to want to be the team leader, a team captain type guy. That's not his deal. The, the, you know the riskiest part to me about the Niners is obviously Jimmy and Jimmy's health. But let's say I assume you know Jimmy finally gets over the hurdle and is healthy. Well, their two biggest offseason acquisitions, D Ford and drafting Nick Bosa at number two, if they got combined 32 total games out of the two of them, 16 each, what would be a win? Like 25? Wait, get 25 combined games from Jimmy and D Ford? No. Uh, D Ford and Nick Bosa. No. That's, that's an L. That's an L? 25 combined games? So that means they're each missing a couple? That's bad, right? Well, yeah, I, again, yeah, seven, I'm trying to be conservative combining here. seven missed games combined. Like, they're not deep enough for that. And one of them's the number two overall pick. The other one, they paid. Like, no. I'd, you, no, I'd, you, rather, I'd rather it's Bosa plays. If I'm them, Bosa plays 16, and the guy we paid who's hurt, like, we're just going to have to deal with that money. But it can't be Bosa missing four games. I, I, but I'd say that'd be pretty bad. You gave up a second-round pick for this guy, and he's already missing half the season? Yeah, it'd be awful. <laughs> You're right. My 25 number's low, even though when I said it, I actually feels high. You think these guys are going to sniff like 32 games combined? Like they're all going to play every game? No, but I I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, that's not good. Like, there's no scenario where you're like, well, you know, it's cool. Like, he's been hurt. As long as we get something out of him. Like, no. Like, the Jimmy thing. It's a failure. The Jimmy thing to me is somewhat out of their control, whether he stays healthy or not. Like, let's say he gets injured. He was just destined to always be an injured guy, but will always understand everything they did for him. Like, I get it. The other two guys, well, you traded a second-round pick for this guy and then paid him a lot, and then you drafted a questionable guy when you could have drafted another guy, number two overall. I think there's way more pressure on those two players than Jimmy. Now, the success of the team relies more on Jimmy, but Jimmy's health, like if he has another broken leg or something, it'd just, it'd just be a, you know what turns out? He's Brian Tannehill. Sucks, but we understood it. The other two guys... You could have gone different directions. Like, there wasn't really another direction to go with Jimmy. Like, you were offered him for the second-round pick. It was a no-brainer. You had to pay him. Whatever. I get it. But I also think there's a difference between, like, D. Ford was... Like, he's he's had a significant injury history, right? Major. So, then he had back surgery. He's had back surgeries. He's just a smaller player in general. So, he's just... Yeah. They, that would be the one. Like, Jimmy breaks his leg. What, you know, what? what now, a, I think, you know what Lynch would tell you? I just brought up his game logs. 14, 16 games. 15, 14 games. 16, 15 games. 17 was the injured season. He only played six. Last year, he played 16 games. 
Now, Andy would tell you, well, we manage it. We don't ask him to practice every day in training camp. We're not trying to make him a hero here. Yeah. And I think when you're a new player on a new team and you have some pride and you're a good guy, like I've heard D Ford's high character guy, you're not into like, when you're not like some established Khalil Mack or whatever, you're not just, well, can you put me on a plan? I'm going to practice two out of the five days a week. You don't really do that. Because mm-hmm. everyone would kind of look at you like a fraud, right? But you're like, in in a perfect world, what's D Ford practicing for? Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I would make him very limited moving forward. Like, Jimmy has to practice, right? You have no choice because your offense functions around the guy. And Jimmy needs the reps. Doesn't have to play I, in the preseason, though. And you've been saying it since the beginning. And uh, the closer we get, the more I, I... I still stand by everything I've said for the last several weeks about why I think it could be valuable. But in the end now, it just... We'll see. I, well, I, I got two guys that would not play a preseason game for me would be Jimmy Garoppolo and D Ford. 100% D4 ain't playing in a preseason. But why is Joe Staley playing in a preseason? Why is Mike McGlinchey playing in a preseason? Why is well, I, I probably that? wouldn't start. Yeah, that, nope. Bo, I might let Bosa play a Bosa series. Bosa, I, I would play Bosa. Yes. Yeah, some quarters. Just so we can get, so Haberman and Middlecoff can see a video of him knocking somebody over and freak out about it. Yeah, I mean, rookies play in the preseason. Well, they got to know, they got to figure out what's going on too, right? Just yeah, fundamentally. Reps in the defense. Yeah, exactly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.